Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to be revealing how to lose two stone by Christmas. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So during the first kind of coronavirus lockdown back towards the start of the year, we helped a lot of our clients lose between one and four stones of stubborn weight, and they've been able to keep that weight off long term as well. And these were all women who were in their 40s and in their 50s who had been struggling to lose weight in the past and who were not seeing any movement on the scales, no matter what they tried. So for many of these ladies, this was starting to have a big impact on their confidence and on their self-esteem. So it was making it difficult for them to enjoy life with, to the fullest and, and to enjoy spending time with their families. And I can't tell you how many women I've spoken to who had resorted to living in baggy tops and elasticated waistbands, who are choosing clothes to cover up problem areas instead of choosing what they liked, and who were just worrying about their health and about their immunity, especially given the current situation. But despite all of that, we managed to help all of these women to remove all the barriers that were blocking them from seeing results and to quickly and easily turn it all around, to lose the excess weight, to regain their confidence, to get back to feeling amazing in all of their clothes, all in just a few short months. So for these women, going into lockdown was almost a perfect opportunity to focus on themselves and to take control of their weight and their health and their fitness. So with the new restrictions that have come into place recently, now could actually be the perfect time to take advantage and to make your own amazing transformation. So in today's podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to lay out step by step how you can make the most of this second lockdown and exactly what you need to do to drop two dress sizes before Christmas. And not only do that, but do that without having to sacrifice your career, without having to give up time with your family, without having to ban wine and chocolate, and without even having to go into a gym. So we're just going to go through today step by step exactly the best method for you to take. So I think the first thing to do is actually to kind of reframe how we see this, because I know a lot of people I've spoken to have, have kind of met these new restrictions with kind of a heavy heart. And I know, I know it is pretty frustrating. Like for example, Ben and a group of friends, we go skiing with every year. We, we're not sure whether we'll be able to go skiing next year, not sure whether we'll be able to see our families for Christmas. And I know it's really tough for a lot of people. Um, I haven't hugged my parents um, since before March and not been in the house in their house or anything like that and i'm sure we won't be for a long time still so it's a it's a really strange time but we we can kind of choose the two ways to see this we, there's always a two sides to a coin or two a couple of well many perspectives we can have on anything and we can either see this as a problem like this lockdown is all a problem and there's nothing we can do about it and it's just you know it's it's going to write off the next three months the next six months even or we can see this as an opportunity to make ourselves better, to, to make some positive changes. Because as Ben said, in the first lockdown, we've had lots of people who joined just as that started and they've seen incredible results because they had lots of time without the usual commuting, um, with a lot less social pressure and social events um, and things like that. And this time it's a bit different, but there's still gonna be some of those same things. So some things are actually better. So if you've got kids, kids, children are at school most of the time. So 
that's actually an easier opportunity than those people had then. And as Ben said, a lot of those people have lost between one and four stone since the first lockdown. So amazing changes that people have made. So this time we can see this as a similar opportunity. There's going to be limited social events, which is not usually the case in the run up to Christmas. There's not really going to be any big Christmas parties. There's going to be a lot less drinking, a lot less people just popping and bringing stuff around. So it's actually a brilliant opportunity to work on yourself. And this may never actually happen again. This hopefully next year they get a vaccine or as soon as possible and we're back to normal. But this kind of opportunity may not happen again where there's less commuting, less more, more time at home to prepare healthy food, less traveling internationally, which really messes with, you know, your, your energy levels and limits food choice and things like that. So you can either see the next three months as, you know, something that's just going to be a terrible time, nothing exciting to look forward to, or you can see it as an opportunity and follow the steps we're going to outline. And if you do follow these steps, you could enter 2021, one to two stone lighter, maybe even more than you are now. And we found that from coaching thousands and thousands of women over 40, the most important factor for success is removing the barriers that kind of block people from seeing movement on the scales. So if you can remove those barriers over the next three months and into 2021, you'll be able to easily shift one to two stone, even if you're over 40 and even if you've struggled in the past. So that's kind of the background to it. If you, the only way you're going to see progress now is to actually see this as an opportunity, not as a time to where you know it's hopeless. But once you kind of see that and realize that you could really make a big difference here, and this is a unique opportunity, then Ben, what, what steps would you recommend people then take once they've done that to, to start getting the weight moving? So the first step I would say would be to start by resetting your brain food connection. So trying to eat better is kind of First of all, it's just kind of something you're going to need to do in order to, to lose weight, in order to change your body in that way. Because like the reason that you will have gained weight will be that you've put too much food into your body and you haven't done enough exercise. So to solve that, you're going to have to eat, eat in a better way. And But trying to eat better when your brain is hooked on sugary foods or hooked on alcohol, and you know maybe you're using that to deal with emotions as well and, or, or to deal with stress, that never works. So eating, eating these kind of bad foods, uh, sugary foods, eating alcohol can disrupt your hormones and it can make the problem worse, as in it can make it more difficult for you to see those changes on the scales. It can make it more difficult for you to get the weight off. But in our experience, it's almost impossible to just kind of wean yourself off these foods gradually. It's really, really difficult to say, you know, I'm just going to drink a bit less. I'm just going to eat a bit less sugar. What usually happens in that situation is, you know, for a while you do manage to cut down, you, you manage to find that, that moderation, that balance, but then slowly it will just creep back in and before you know it, you're back to your, your kind of previous level of doing things. So what really works and what's more effective and what's been really effective for our clients to kind of kickstart their, their nutrition is to go cold turkey and to reset those cravings. So it's kind of like if you've got a computer which is running slowly and it's crashing constantly. So it's, you know, when you used to get that blue screen of death on Windows that would pop up and, uh, you know, I don't know, was it you press control, alt, delete or something to get out of Sometimes that works. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Was, but, but anyway, when, when that was happening, you knew that your computer was just not working. You weren't, you weren't able to answer emails. You weren't doing that Microsoft Word document or putting your PowerPoint presentation together, you were just sat there with your blue screen of death. So like a computer, which is running slowly and which is crashing, um, 
it, it works really well to do a reset on your brain and your relationship with food. So the solution to this and how you would go about doing this reset would be to just cut out foods that are high in calories and control your cravings for one to two weeks, which will basically re reset those cravings for you and help you to get into better habits with food and drink very, very quickly. So the four food groups that you can cut out, like I've, uh, I saw a program the other day, actually, somebody showed me an example of a program their friend was following. And it had this big list in it of like, here's the foods you can eat, here's the foods you can avoid. There was probably like a hundred different foods you could have and like a hundred different foods you couldn't have. It was, it was very, very complicated, but we just like to break it down. So if you can make it as simple as possible, then it's easy to stick to. So the, the things to avoid for one to two weeks to reset your cravings would be wheat, anything containing wheat, anything containing alcohol, dairy, and sugar. And all you need to be asking yourself is, does this food contain one of these foods? And a good easy way to remember them is you can call them WADS foods. So wheat, alcohol, dairy, sugar, W-A-D-S. So if like, you can figure this out, like if you just look at the back of a packet or something and you can see it's got wheat flour, it's got sugar and it's got uh, milk, then you've got three, you've ticked three boxes there and you can't have it. Alcohol is a very easy one. You know what's in alcohol because it's, that's just simple. Um, Dairy, just anything that contains milk. Sugar, again, is a very easy one. You know what foods contain sugar. Um, but yeah, inside of our program, this is one of the first things that we do. And we use a process called the diet makeover, which all our clients go through just for a short period of time. I think in general, like cutting foods out and banning them for a long period of time doesn't tend to work because it's just really hard to stick to. It's not sustainable. But for a short period of time to reset cravings, this works really, really well. Um, and we call this process the diet makeover. So once you've kind of done that, the first thing we say is always start by doing that, resetting your, your food choices, kind of starting from a clean slate. The next thing we recommend doing to kind of pair with that is to make sure you're, you're moving enough. So you need to exercise or just get moving more, but you're going to need to do this in a way that keeps stress levels at bay. And the reason for this is that if you don't do any exercise or any movement, then that's not going to work. And this is very common for people working from home. So for example, if you're, um, if you've got a desk based job and you've been moved to home working, then a lot of our clients in this situation, they're sedentary all day and that doesn't burn many calories. It's going to, you basically have to starve yourself if you want to see results. So you can't get away with doing nothing. That is a recipe for gaining a hell of a lot of weight, especially if you're older and your hormones are already against you. But the opposite also doesn't really work. So if you do way too much exercise and it's way too intense exercise, combine that with a stressful job and lifestyle. And what this will do is it will send your stress hormones, your cortisol levels through the roof and it will keep them up there and keep them way too high. And when that happens, then your body will actually hold on to fat. Your cravings will get much worse um, and you just won't be able to see good results. And in our experience, this can happen from things like HIIT training, which is really intense, you know, intense gym classes like spinning and even doing like really long runs, especially if you're carrying some extra weight that puts a lot of stress through the body as well. And sure these things might work well if you're 20 or you're 30 and you, the rest of your life isn't too stressful and your body's, you know, your body's working optimally. But as you get a bit older, you really do have to do things that are going to work with your body rather than against it. So what we recommend is that you choose some form of exercise. that's going to keep your stress hormone levels at bay. It's going to keep them at a healthy level but still be, deliver kind of big results. So it needs to be something that's still effective, but it's not something that's just going to beat your body down and then ruin those stress levels. So 
when you're in your 40s, what we find works best for our clients is some form of low impact strength training. We call this list training. And this is something that our clients can do just three times a week. So it's, it's not a crazy amount um, for about 40 to 50 minutes, including warming up. So it's, it's not that much. And despite that, just three exercise sessions a week, they're able to lose one to two stone over a 12 week period. So that combined with just getting a bit more active, getting out a little bit more um, or increasing your step count. If your steps out, you can do all day is all you need to do. Doesn't take very long. It also really helps you to feel better, more energetic, more motivated, and just in, you know, kind of get those um, happy hormones going. So you feel good every day. That is all you really need to do exercise wise to start getting the scales moving. And if you did that, so if you just exercise a couple of times a week, maybe three times a week, if you can fit it in between now and Christmas and did that consistently, combine that with what Ben's talked about in terms of, in terms of nutrition, then you should be on track to lose one to two stone um, by the end of the year. So once you've kind of looked at you know, getting started with the nutrition, getting started with your exercise, the next thing you, that you want to look at is basically your stress levels. So you can't really get rid of all the stress that's coming in. So when you've got loads and loads of pressure from work, you're in back-to-back meetings constantly, you know, you're, you're firefighting, you're picking up the slack from maybe other members of your team that are not pulling the weight. When you've also combined that with family responsibilities, so, you know, maybe looking around, fam- looking after family members who are unwell or looking after kids or looking after grandkids or just kind of managing the house or looking after your partner, perhaps. Um, you can't really get rid of all of that stress coming in unless you start, you know, getting rid of kids and quitting your job and things or making really dramatic changes, which let's face it, you're not going to make it to your life. So there is going to be a large amount of stress coming in. But if that doesn't, if that's not managed, what that can lead to is it can lead to disrupting your stress hormones. So your body can, you can only take a certain amount of stress. And if that stress level gets too high, as, as you kind of mentioned before, Rob, it starts to disrupt your stress hormones. And like, we talked about this in the previous episode, but spiking your stress hormones just temporarily. So after your workouts, that will spike spike your stress hormones slightly. It's kind of a, a healthy response. The body has this stress hormone um, because it needs it. Kind of signals it signals certain things. But if that's if that stress level stays elevated for a long period of time, because of your work, because of your workouts, because of your family responsibilities, because of everything else you've got going on that's then not such a good thing because that can, it can make it more difficult to lose weight. And it can also lead to things like drinking wine on the sofa. And, you know, as you're still there on the laptop, finishing work that you didn't get done earlier in the day, um, the stress can lead people to eating the wrong types of food. So eating a whole sharing bag of chocolate, for example, it can lead to mindlessly munching through an entire bag of crisps or an entire packet of biscuits. And it's kind of like being in a bath with the taps always running and the plug is in. So if, imagine you did that. Imagine if I went into the bathroom now, I just turn on the taps and I just leave the plug in, I block up the overflow. Eventually it's gonna flow out of the bath. It's gonna flood the entire top floor of the house. And eventually the, the floor is gonna cave in and it's gonna be an absolute disaster. And it's gonna cost a lot of money, and a lot of time and a lot of stress to fix it. So your stress levels are essentially the same sort of thing. In order to stop those stress levels overflowing, you need to take out that plug as well. So there's a lot of different ways that you could do this. Inside of our Fit Over 40 program, we use a process called the Stress Shield, which is basically a daily mindset routine, which takes about seven to eight minutes a day. We used to have a more difficult and longer and more in-depth mindset routine, but we found that we were able to just condense it down to something really, really short. 
but it's really effective in terms of kind of pulling that plug out, letting that stress drain out, keeping your stress levels nice and low. And if you keep your stress levels nice and low, it makes it easy to make good choices with food, good choices with alcohol, good choices with exercise, and to continue doing that for a long period of time, so between now and Christmas, and then that consistency is what's gonna lead you to getting to where you wanna do with your body. And before we move into the next point, one thing, one other thing I wanted to cover is before I talked about nutrition, so kind of avoiding these WADS foods, cutting these things out temporarily. One question you may have had is, what do you do after that? So what do you do after those first couple of weeks where you've cut those foods out temporarily? What are you gonna do for the rest of the 10 weeks leading up to Christmas? The most important thing, and really the only thing you need to focus on, uh, if you're doing type of workouts, Rob mentioned, you, Rob, you mentioned before that list training, it's just staying consistent with that. And then food-wise, once you've dealt with your cravings, once you've dealt with that, that brain-food connection, and once you've took your stress levels down to make it easier to make good choices, all you need to focus on is getting the right amount of food in each day. Now, this amount is kind of personal to everyone. So for example, somebody who's six foot tall and somebody who's five foot two, they're going to need a very different food intake. They're like a very, they're almost like a different animal. It's like, when I, I'm not comparing people to dogs, but when I do my um, dog sitting, you have some dogs who are like a tiny little French bulldog thing and they have a little tiny bowl and you put fill half it up with food. It's a tiny amount. And you have another dog which is absolutely huge and he has a big block of like raw mints and a load of pasta and all sorts of stuff. But people basically need different amounts of food. You need to find what's the right amount of food for you I mean, there are loads of different tools out there. You can you could Google search, you know, how many calories should I eat? Find a calculator. You can find tools out there. You can get a rough estimate. You can even use apps um, like MyFitnessPal, for example, to estimate how many you should be having. It might not necessarily be the ideal amount or the perfect amount. So for our clients, it's really important to get this right. So we work this out for everybody on an individual basis. But once you've got that, you know, kind of a number to go from, Literally, you just need to make sure that the foods you're eating fit within that right amount of food for you. If you can eat the right amount of food consistently, you can stay active, you can do the right type of workouts, and you can keep stress low so that you can actually keep that up. That's what's going to get those two stones off by Christmas. And that's, that's obviously a really, well, not obviously, but that is a really flexible way to eat as well. So that's the reason we do it, because our clients' lifestyles are very busy. Even during lockdown, they're not typical you know they're not they're not always at home they don't always just have can always cook stuff from scratch so like i've got a client who um, on mondays um they've got a, an education school they run and they're going in for from monday to thursday into london and it's a two-hour commute and then they're staying down there and they don't have access to cooking facilities uh, but they do have a microwave so i've managed to work with them so that they can grab food on the go they can um, get some stuff from sainsbury's for lunch and also for a re- some some healthy ready meals and things like that that you know, typically people would think, oh, that's a bad thing to eat. But actually, as long as she sticks to these these things, it's very flexible. She can do it whilst traveling. She said she actually likes all the things we came up with and she'll be able to still see progress on those weeks. Whereas if you have something like a strict meal plan, the minute your life is like that, like a, a strict meal plan is never going to work for our clients because they're traveling, uh, you know, outside lockdown, at least they're going to be traveling. They don't have time to be to, you know, spending an hour and a half at lunchtime prepping his meal and at breakfast and then at dinner again, constantly cooking really complicated things. Their partners sometimes cook food as well. So you need something that's flexible in terms of in terms of nutrition. And as Ben said as well, personalized to you because everything, all, all your history kind of impacts the amount of food um, 
you you can eat and kind of see progress. So we have to look at people's dieting history, how much activity they're doing, what their work day looks like, um, any health conditions like PCOS or if they're approaching menopause or they've gone through menopause. All of those things affect again the amount of food you can eat and see progress. So it's it's all about with us anyway finding the sweet spot in terms of not eating too too much but not eating too little as well so it's actually sustainable and enjoyable and easy and that kind of brings us on to the last point which is to just stop struggling alone and stop trying to figure all this out on your own because if you knew how to do this on your own if if you're really honest with yourself you would have already got the results you wanted if you knew how to lose the two stone on your own now with your current lifestyle and your current situation not if you knew how to 10 years ago but now you'd already have lost that two stone and just like it can be more difficult to stay motivated when you're working from home on your own and there's no team around you and the boss or you know your colleagues aren't, aren't, aren't around you and checking up on you or checking in with you, it can be really, really difficult to stay motivated and to exercise and eat well when you're just trying to do it all by yourself, especially if you don't really know what you're doing and know how to get this working for you now, now you're in your 40s. And it's a new challenge. It's quite hard to figure out when you're over 40. Like hormones are different and your response to things like stress is completely different like for example in the stress hormone podcast we did we mentioned that the way women's um, stress hormones react or their stress response is is changes massively over 40 it gets three times worse compared to a men's stress response and therefore we need to be much more careful than you know what a man might be doing for example it's also very likely that your lifestyle is a lot busier and more stressful than ever you know in your 20s you might have had no family responsibility a career where you know, you weren't in a managerial position at all. We didn't really have much responsibility. Now you've got both, plus maybe even elderly parents that need looking after and all the other stuff that you, you've got going on. And therefore, because of all of this, it's, it's so easy to just throw in the towel during a busy week and to think, sod it, I'll start again next week. Or, you know, I can't do this anymore. Turn to the wine, turn to the crisps, eat the pack of biscuits. And then before you know it, every week, you've kind of, kind of got to Thursday or Friday and undone all your hard work from Monday Monday through Thursday. So I don't know how it is for you, but in our experience, there's two things which can really, really help with this. So the first thing is to be part of a group of like-minded women who are on the same mission. So you don't have to struggle alone. And there's a lot of kind of deep stuff to this, like about how you identify yourself. And this can make a massive difference to to your motivation, your results. We're not going to get into that today, but just having that group of people around you can really, really change your work ethic change how consistent you are and change kind of how you feel just like if you were you know if you're working in um, a company where everyone's works really really hard you're probably going to raise to meet that level and you're going to work hard too um, and you're going to be excited to work hard too because they are same thing here if you're surrounded by women who are also all um, you know they've got busy lives but they're working really hard to shift this weight and, um, and do it in a healthy sustainable way that's going to also like pull you pull you along too And then the second thing that can really, really help is having someone just to help you and guide you and keep you accountable to getting the results you want. So they can take all the stress and uncertainty out of that process. So when you're having one of those weeks where maybe your weight hasn't changed, or um, like I said, I've got a client who's traveling to London for the week next week and sleeping on someone's sofa because of the whole lockdown thing. Um, Again, I could just give them quick and easy solutions to, to that problem rather than them just not knowing how to handle it and then kind of giving up on themselves. So that's exactly what we give to our clients when they join Fit Over 40. Um, we'll, we'll give them the support and accountability they need. So either a, a phone call every single week to make sure that they're A, sticking to it. And if they're not, we'll chase them up and, and find out why. Not in a pressurized way, but in a way where we just see what they're struggling with and help them. Or an email check in every single week. 
Um, and again, if we don't, if we don't, if we don't hear from them, or if we see they're not doing the program, again, we'll keep them accountable and, and make sure that they do see it through to the end and get the results they want. And that's kind of why we were able to help so many women see such brilliant results um, during the last lockdown. And we've got a couple of examples um, of results that we've seen from clients um, it's since the first lockdown, really. So, Ben, why don't you kick off with, with, with one of the results we've got in the first lockdown? So, first one is Louise's, 46 from Staffordshire. And um, she works full-time in a busy desk job managing a large team. So, her weight had crept up and up over the years. She was turning to food when things got stressful and they'd given up on all exercise. And she owned a horse and she used to love riding that horse, but she was no longer riding like she used to because of the weight gain. She had an exercise bike at home and a running machine, but they were only being used as clothes errors. And she had arthritis in her foot from an old horse riding injury. And that was stopping her from being able to do high impact exercise. So it was stopping her from taking part in many of the programs that she tried in her younger years. And her weight had hit an all time high of 16 stone, 12. And she felt completely stuck and like she was running out of options. But since joining Trinity earlier in this year, Despite being in lockdown, Louisa completely changed her relationship with food and exercise. She is now four stone down from that starting weight. And she dropped from an extremely obese BMI of over 40 to now being comfortably under 30. Here's what she said in her latest check-in. So she said, I've had so many wins, it's difficult to pick them. I guess reprogramming new habits, disconnecting food from emotion and feeling stronger. That's kind of a top three. And she said, in the last four weeks, I've lost six inches total. And since the start, 24 inches. Weight-wise, the last four weeks, I've lost 5.6 pounds, and that's three stone, four pounds down from the start. I'm now 13 stone, eight. Um, and I, I brought my BMI down from 32.5 to 40 at the start. And I, should, I just point out, Louise is one of my clients, that the reason we say four stone, but that check-in says three stone, four, is because that's from her last 12-week um, check-in. And now we're about eight weeks through the next 12 weeks, and she's now over four stone down as well, just to... To clear up any confusion there and we've got one more example again so natalie from lincolnshire um, joined 12 weeks ago just over 12 weeks ago so again during the coronavirus pandemic slightly different situation there where things have picked up a bit so probably a bit more difficult in many ways and um she said before joining trinity i was 13 stone uh two pounds 83.9 kilos and a size 16. i was fed up and had a small selection of clothes that's, that fitted me and i was very self-conscious and not generally feeling very good at uh, generally not feeling good enough. I tried all sorts, Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Light Alive, Exante, Lisa Riley, and the Bikini Diet. And since doing the program, I've learned I can lose weight and socialize. It's okay to have a meal that's not 100%. And as long as I get straight back into it, I can go shopping uh, and I can go show clothes shopping again. In the last 12 weeks, I've lost 8.9 kilos, which is almost 1.5 stone, and dropped from a size 16 to a size 12 to 14. And I'm much happier with what I see in the mirror. I can wear my clothes again rather than just what fitted me. I feel better in general, more energy and feel more confident and more comfortable. So again, both of these clients have gone done this during the coronavirus pandemic and we've got literally tens, I don't know what the correct word is. I was gonna, it's not hundreds, but we've got many, many more in the tens of clients, <laughs> somewhere between sort of 30 and 50 clients who, who've seen you know, the same results or um, somewhere in between those two really uh, in the last in the last, how long has it been? Nine months or less, last six months since lockdown. Yeah, six months. So ben, so, yeah. Where, where can people go if they want to find out more about our Fit Over 40 program and, and how it, how it can work for them? 
So yeah, if you want to find out more about what we do, about the program that these women have followed and about working with us to, to make sure that you drop those two stones before Christmas, just go to www.fit40info.com and you can get all the information and all the details there. So that just about wraps it up for today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.